Well, hello, hello, my ba- my mommies. I got to say my babies again, my mommies. How are we doing today? Are we still practicing social distancing? Are we still playing it safe? Because I know a lot of us are like in like phase two and phase threes now of opening up. So let's, let's still please be safe, y'all. Please, like, just because it's it's open doesn't mean that we have to go. Like, I know we can't run away from the coronavirus forever, but until it dies down some to the point we can go outside and take a deep, deep breath of fresh air without having to worry about, oh, shoot, I got the Rona. Let's, let's chill. You know, me personally, I'm not going to be out at malls or anything or anything of that nature because I have four kids and three out of my four kids have issues. Not issues, but you know what I mean. <laughs> my baby boy, he got a weak immune system, so it's easy for him to get sick. So, yeah, he stays in the house. He don't even come with me to the store, to the grocery store. He stays his little butt in the house. <laughs> my oldest son, he has a heart murmur, and my daughter has kidney problems. My knee baby is the only one that's, like, good. So, no, I'm not taking that chance. So, if you're a mom and you have kids that have some kind of issues, I suggest you not take that chance either. But if you do, please, please, please wear a mask, wear gloves. Yeah, pray. I know you're like, what? But yeah, prayer covers us more than a um, mask and more than gloves do. It does, girl, it do. First of all, before I continue, let me say I apologize for this podcast being on a Saturday instead of our normal Thursday. Let me tell y'all about my day, Thursday and Friday. Like, uh, mommies. First of all, my knee baby, my baby, he's supposed to graduate from fifth grade on Thursday. Yay! I wish I had that sound effect. I wish I was doing it on my computer. Before I go on, let me say that too. If my podcast seemed low budget or whatnot, (laughs) I'm doing this on my phone. And honestly... Everybody has to start somewhere. I wasn't going to let the fact that my laptop broke or that I don't have decent mics stop me from going after a dream and goal of mine, which is to get this podcast up and popping and to eventually move to visual podcast. That's another reason why I haven't moved to visual podcast yet either, y'all, is because my laptop broke and I'm out of, like, I don't have that many mics. If y'all hear things, it's Alexa in the background. You know, I got my computer up. Well, not computer, I'm sorry. I got my tablet up. Got my notes out this good old morning. Like, it's going to be a, a a deep episode. I don't know about the laughs or anything of that, but it's going to be a deep episode. But yeah, if it sounds like I'm low budget, it's because I'm doing this on my phone. I want to be able to, I'm going to get to that point eventually where I can edit and put in, you know, sound effects and everything else. But for right now, y'all, just continue to bear with me, like... You got to start from somewhere. <laughs> That's what I keep telling myself. But, um, yeah. So, back to why I'm doing my podcast on a Saturday and not Thursday. I do apologize because of that, too. But, um, my baby was supposed to graduate Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> but, um, due to the weather here in North Carolina, like, it was raining bad in Greenville. So, they canceled it. Well, they moved it. He graduated now on the second now. So, yay. But uh, also, my baby, he graduates. Well, they're not doing a graduation thing for him. But my oldest child, he's also transferring from eighth grade to straight up high school. I have a whole high schooler on my hands. He's already a teenager. He's 14. Now, he's my baby, a freshman. I have a freshman. I have a sixth grader. I have a fifth grader. And I have a third grader now. 
but back to I'm sorry talk about my kids I get off track I'm sorry <laughs> but um yeah so it got canceled but on top of that my other son got sick to the point he was just throwing up so I had to be I had to be doctor mom that day <clears throat> not to mention before we got the email that it was canceled I was getting my son prepped getting like get his clothes up getting him up getting me up getting everybody up getting everybody you know dress i wanted to come home and not have to clean or do anything of that so i was trying to do that too like yeah it was just a lot and then for those of y'all that don't know i have decided to pick back up my cosmetic line i just read literally y'all redid everything from my website to my name to my website to my logo like i redid everything even down to the stuff that i make and that was that was also taking a lot of my time friday yesterday friday uh, and Thursday, I completed so much. I'm proud of me because I got so much done. But at the same time, I was so busy being doctor mom and being boss mom and everything else mom that I forgot. Oh, shoot. I got to get out here and do my podcast, mom. I wasn't going to let a whole week go by before I did it. No. I was busy Thursday. I was busy Friday. Woke up this morning. Hey, I finally can do my damn podcast <laughs> without no interruptions without none of that so that's why we are here on this saturday morning keep in mind y'all if y'all don't hear from me thursday you will hear from me on a saturday i refuse to let a week go by when y'all when i don't do a podcast and y'all won't hear my voice like no i refuse (laughs) so now that we got that out the way i apologize like i said for it being on a saturday but it's cool it's the weekend it's yucky out so y'all catch up anyway it's okay Go ahead, get that good old glass of wine. Grab your friends and yeah, let's talk. Sorry, y'all. I have my coffee here also. So, if you've been following me on social media, you know that this episode is kind of near and dear. It's kind of special to me. It's about suicide. Not suicide, I'm sorry. It's about depression. It's about anxiety. And yes, some moms can be so depressed and have their anxiety can be through the roof that sometimes they do want to commit suicide um (laughs) like I just said I'm looking at my notes and I literally just said this depression causes suicidal thoughts and actions what are suicidal actions y'all know I like to be transparent y'all know I like to I can talk about me and get tell my business because I know I'm not offending me okay so with that being said But depression causes suicidal actions. And what are suicidal actions? Like I said, y'all know I don't mind being transparent. If it seems like I just said this, it's because, yes, I did. But I had to stop right quick because my kids wanted to be churn real loud this morning. So, yeah, I had to stop and be mom right quick. So, I do apologize for that. But um, back to what I was saying. Y'all know I don't mind being transparent because I can talk about me without me getting offended. It was plenty of times I have put the knife to my wrist. It's been many times I've put a rope or string around my neck. It has been many a time that I even took like three, four, five pills that you literally supposed to only supposed to take one of. I've literally tried to take me out of here. I have thought about taking me out of here. 
plenty of times. When I had first had my daughter in 2010, for some reason, like, I just, I wasn't happy. And it wasn't because of her. It was honestly me. I just wasn't happy. I wanted to take me out of here for some strange odd reason. Hell, even recently, I'm not afraid and I'm not ashamed to say, even recently, like this month recently, because I was facing so much and then on top of facing so much, the way that I was feeling inside, like, I didn't want to be here anymore, you guys. I just didn't. And that's not cool. It's not cool because at the end of the day, especially when you're a mom, when you think about taking yourself away from here, you're also thinking about taking yourself away from your kids. I don't know about y'all, but me personally, I don't want my kids to go with their father. Nothing against their father, but nobody's going to love your kids like mama loves your kids. Nobody's going to cut up them pancakes like mama cut them up. Nobody's going to make cute little smelly faces, you know, on pancakes or what else, what else, what else. Toaster strudels or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? They're not mom. So, I had to literally just cry one night. Just cry, like, just cry. Don't do nothing but cry. Let it all out. Because holding stuff in you guys too can cause depression and anxiety like it can. Trust me. More than 3 million U.S. women face depression every year. 3 million. And out of that meat, 3 million teens and young adults ages 14 to 40 years old take up 6.7% of that. 6.7%. What causes depression, some might ask? Well, depression is caused by faulty mood, by brain genetics value, stressful life events, medication, and medical problems. Stressful life events, medication, and medical problems. Hispanics and African Americans, especially people of color, are more prone to getting depression. People of depression, mm, people of color, are more prone to get to being depressed. And think about it. Like... I, I don't even want to bring this up until Thursday, but think about what black and brown people are facing right now today. We just had an unnecessary murder. A police officer, a white police officer just murdered a black man. That is a stressful life event that would cause that man's wife, mother, or whoever else to go through hell, and that's not cool. That's not cool. <clears throat> I'm not going to get deep on this situation until Thursday because <laughs> I don't want to put too much sensitivity right now. But boy, it's, it's, it's an angry situation. It's an angry time. But we're going to talk about that Thursday. Right now, we're talking about depression. And I brought that up just to say that stressful life event caused depression in his family. And it... I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the goal. But come on now. Stressful life events as far as, you know, you're just losing a family member. Your bills are taking over. Um, your kids are out of hand. Seems like you're the only one in this world for you. Like, it's those type of situations that will have you being straight up 
thinking that you're alone to the point you really think yourself into a depression. Moms, you can really do that. We can think about we got a bill coming up, little Tommy need this for school. We got to do this, we got to do that. Like, our daggone, let's see, our TV just broke. Like, we got a lot going on. And it sucks more when you're a single mother and you're trying to fight all this. I'm a single mother of four. Let me tell you something. I don't care if you're a single mother of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If you get up every damn day and you smile when you don't want to smile and you work when you don't want to work and you do what you got to do when you don't want to do it, I applaud you. Because that means you're putting your kids before yourself. And trust me, I know that that is hard, especially when your brain, (laughs) trust me, when your brain is just like, just lay down, just stay in bed. There's no point in getting up for what? When you have those thoughts, but you still push them to the side and get up and do what you have to do for your kids, I commend you. Because, coffee break, sorry y'all. Because they mean you're fine. You're not letting your thoughts beat you up. I'm not ashamed to say for a long time I did. Back in, what's this year, 2020? So I'm going to say back in 2015, 16, and some maybe some of 17. I was, boy, I used to lock myself in my room, y'all. Literally lock myself in my room and just sometimes cry. Sometimes just feel sorry for myself. And sometimes just sit there. Like, honestly, just sit there. I felt crazy locking myself in the room and just sitting there. I call them blue days, and it's just like, I can't tell you what's wrong with me. I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like, I call those blue days because I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. Just like I'm pretty sure some of y'all have them days where it's like, you can't explain what's wrong with you because even you're trying to figure out, like, what is wrong with you? And you can't tell other people, like, you're not crazy. I know I just said I felt crazy, but you're not crazy. I'm not crazy. We're just... We're just going through things. Anxiety is the devil. Anxiety is a beast, okay? I hate anxiety. I was in a hospital, what's this month? Well, last year. I want to say around November-ish, October-ish, November-ish, I was in the hospital for anxiety. I could not breathe. I was just staring up in space. My friend, my homeboy, he, like, he would call it my name, and it's like I heard him calling me. But I couldn't respond if that was, if that makes sense. Like, I was just out of it. Like, just out of it. I'm doing it like y'all can see me. <laughs> I was just out of it. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. Like, I had got so stressed. Like, my muscles and everything else became stressed too. Huh? How did it happen to me? I cannot move my neck, y'all. I cannot do nothing. Like, I was just, I was just stuck. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why I had an anxiety attack, but I don't know why I had an anxiety attack. Yes, I do. Because I'm the type of person, I keep saying I don't know why, and I do know. <laughs> I'm the type of person, I bottle stuff in. That's why I told y'all earlier, stop holding stuff in, because it's not going to do nothing but make it worse. Trust me. I hold stuff in. I used to not speak up. I used to be this scary, sad little girl. And trying to be nice to other people and help other people caused me to have anxiety. Caused me to, like, not be able to 
function or breathe or anything of that nature because I was trying to make sure other people were good or because I was holding stuff in that I should have literally threw out but I didn't you know and when you're a mom whether you're a new mom whether you're a experienced mom I don't know if there's such thing but you know you're probably gonna face or have some kind of postpartum depression Postpartum depression, most moms do eventually bounce back from that. Most moms do. However, 3% of moms don't. So 3% of moms, they want to enjoy their baby so bad. They want to enjoy life so bad, but literally, they can't. And it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's nobody's fault. saying depression depression does not mean you're crazy anxiety does not mean that you're crazy postpartum depression does not mean that you are crazy so please do not think that at all because you're not and it i did find a number um let me go back and figure out what the what it actually means um s-a-m-h-s-s I'm trying to see what it actually stands for, but I don't see it. But basically, it's a national helpline. It's basically, it's, I'm going to give you all the number. It's 1-800-662-HELP. Again, that's 1-800-622-4357. And Sam Hushus, Sam Hus, S-A-M-H-S-A. Please Google that. S-A-M-H-S-A. It's a national helpline. And it is free, confidential. It's 24 hours, 365 days a year. Just call up there for treatment referral, information services for individuals and um, families facing mental and or substance use disorders. Not sure about the substance abuse, but about the mental disorders you guys call them talk to them they're not counselors but they are they can help you there you go they can help you so you can know that you are not alone no you do not need any kind of health insurance to, health insurance to call them to get information from them to do anything you don't need that you just need to take the first step and admit that hey i might need help hey i might need to talk to somebody okay like i said they are they don't put on provide counseling they do keep your information confidential so you would not have to worry about everybody in your business. And if you are a new mom and you don't feel comfortable calling them because you don't want to seem like you're quote-unquote crazy because for a long time I didn't want to get help either. Like I said, when I had my daughter, I went to my doctor. I was supposed to, like, he gave me a card and everything. I'm supposed to be literally laying on somebody's couch right now. But I didn't want to because I was thinking... People are going to make fun of me. People are going to laugh at me. I'm crazy. I'm just standing there. No. To this day, I really, really wish that I would have got that help. And that was 10 years ago. I really, 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 really wish that I would have talked to somebody. Because holding this stuff in, it played a big part on my depression, on my anxiety. I don't want to go back to the hospital because of that. I don't want to see in the news or on social media that any of y'all was in the hospital because of anxiety and depression. 
it hurts my heart tremendously when I used to see stories about how moms literally drove off or drove into the uh, river or how moms, you know, harmed themselves or their child. And I know for a fact that it wasn't their fault. It's because that mom was so depressed. Depression is real. Take advantage of, if you have friends or family that tells you, hey, I'm here. Hey, talk to me. Hey, if you need anything, just call me. Take advantage of that. Am I saying tell any and everybody all your business? No. But talk to somebody. Okay? If you are a new mom, I know the crying, the getting up every two to three hours, the what else are you going to have to experience? The just the aches and pains on your body trying to heal back from giving birth. You know, there's no guarantee that dad is going to be around because these dads, that's not fair to me at all. How they get to pick and choose when they get to be a parent. They get to pick and choose when they get to get stressed out. They get to pick and choose, basically. They get to pick and choose, and I hate that. Because we as moms, we can't. Let me tell y'all something else. I know I'm going everywhere, but I'm trying to get y'all to understand that you're not alone and that I know. It's been plenty of times I have I suffer from migraines too. Me and my oldest son. We suffer from migraines. Basically my whole family just about. <laughs> but um as far as my little house, it's me and my son. We're the main ones suffer from depression. Not depression, from migraines. Plenty of times I wake up, I have my a migraine from hell. I feel bad about life. Like, I don't know why. I just honestly feel bad about life. I'm the type of person where if my kids ask for something and I can't do it, I start feeling bad about life. Or if I make a mistake, forgetting that I'm human, forgetting that you're not going to change overnight. If I make a mistake, I will honestly beat myself up for the rest of that day to the point, I'm just not going to get it right. I'm just like, and, and that's not cool. And it's not like I can call dad and be like, hey, can you come get the kids for a little while? Because dad pick and choose when he does that, and that's not fair. It really, truly is not. At all. Um, sorry, y'all, if I'm getting quiet. I told y'all I got... I'm actually being professional today, y'all. I got my notes and my tablet in front of me. So I can tell you, like, actually... <laughs> talk to you guys and let you guys know, like, y'all not alone. Y'all are not alone. Okay. And raising kids, this this I'm gonna read this little article and it's from Metro Parent. Metro Parent, shout out to them. It says raising kids full-time raises unique, often silent challenges. These can include some difficult emotions ranging from anger to sadness. And research has found stay-at-home moms more depressed too. So stay-at-home moms. New moms, single moms, like, we're more prone to driving ourselves insane because we have that pressure on us. If you know, you know what I mean. Meaning, people are looking at us as, okay, you're home with the child. So, if that child messes up anything, that child go out in public and do anything wrong, it's straight up mom's fault because mom is home with him all the time. Or mom, dad's not around, it's just mom. You get what I'm saying? So, because we have that pressure from other people, that causes us to drive ourselves crazy trying to impress and do for other people when in real life we're doing the best that we can. 
sitting here worrying about coffee break, y'all. Sorry, hold on. Sitting here worrying about other people and their opinions about you, what you're doing with your child or for your child could seriously cause depression because you're seriously letting, it goes back to a couple of episodes before, you're letting somebody else live your life for you. That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're a single mom, if you're a stay-at-home mom, we need to do something at least twice the month, twice the month, twice the month, twice a month, where we just, I'm not saying, first of all, I'm not saying let's go party. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying look up on, what is it, sipping paints, look up those, ask your friend girls, hey, can we go out for dinner? Not even to a club, like dinner, like, hell, Follow me on Instagram and inbox me. Be like, hey, I, I know for a fact you're a single mom or you're a mom that would just need a just woosah. Can we get up? And honey, if you are close to me, we can. I have no problem doing that because guess what? I need a break too. I need a break too. I'm so ready for tomorrow because Sundays are, are my days off. I don't do nothing. I don't work on my podcast. Sorry. I don't work on my website, my cosmetic line. I don't do nothing but go to church, spend time with my kids and my family. I'm actually ready for tomorrow, so I don't have to do squats. Because I've been going, going, going all week. And I know that if I don't slow down and woosah, me personally, my mind is going to start overthinking. And for some strange odd reason, even though I'm doing productive stuff, I'm going to feel like I'm not doing enough. And I'm going to go back to a deep, dark place I don't want to go back to. I was doing stuff that I had no business doing. And I would come home and lock myself in the room. It was times that, like I said, I I did not want to be here anymore. Because I felt like I was a shitty mama. I felt like I was just a shitty person, period. For what? I don't even know. But I honestly felt like I was just this this horrible person. Okay, that's what S-A-H-M-S is. Stay-at-home moms. Okay. (laughs) Alright, let me finish reading this article. I'm sorry, y'all. I was really honestly trying to figure out what the hell does that mean. Because I don't want to... Okay, that's what it be. Stay-at-home moms might struggle with these feelings more than working moms. According to a Gallup analyst of more than 60,000 U.S. women between the ages of 18 and 64 interviewed in 2012. So this is old. This is old, but still, you get the point. The study discovered that 28% of stay-at-home moms reported depression a lot of the day when asked how they were feeling the day before. But only 17% of employed moms did. So keep that in mind. Whether you're a working mom or a single mom, you're you're prone to being depressed but being a stay-at-home or single mom that makes that increases your chances there you go of the group 26 percent of stay-at-home moms said they experienced depression versus just 16 percent of working moms 40 percent of the at-homers reported reported worry compared to only 34 percent of their counterparts worry Worry can be about worrying about bills, worrying about the children's welfare, period. Worrying about the upkeep of the home, just worrying, period. Worry about what you're going to cook that night, like, just worrying, period. 
Since the study released, mental health awareness awareness and social media have further pushed the issue into the spotlight as more mom bloggers and advocates are addressing the elephant in the room, which is that depression. Y'all have to realize moms, (laughs) we have to worry about feeding. We have to worry about keeping little humans alive at the end of the day. And if we have more than one, like for example, I've got to worry about keeping four people alive. You have to worry about keeping two people alive. You have to worry about keeping one person alive. Like, that's pressure. And you have to worry about, and you have to raise this child to the best that you can. And keep in mind, moms, when them kids grow up, it's not your fault what they do. Because you did your part as a mother. Do not sit here and beat yourself up or make you, or think that you failed as a mother because your child basically was being a child at the end of the day stop beating yourself up that causes depression too when you feel like because your child got suspended from school you messed up as a parent no kids will be kids too at the end of the day we have to remember that we have to remember that the study also examined employed women without any kids under 18 at home so if you working and you ain't you got kids that's older than 18 in comparison with the stay-at-home moms and working moms. In this no-kids-at-home group, 17% reported feeling depression, 16% sadness, and only 31% worry. Let's read it again. So, employed women without any kids under 18 at home in comparison with the stay-at-home moms and working moms. In this no-kids-at-home group, so basically the women that didn't have their kids at home, 17% reported feeling depressed, 16% reported feeling sadness and 31% feel um, worry. Those stats are much closer to some of the some the same as the ones reported by the employed moms. Why are stay-at-home moms sad? <laughs> more depressed and experiencing more negative emotion. I just told y'all this. Many adults aren't prepared for the immense um, amount of change in their lives that a child can bring. From your body to your home, like, a child changes everything. North Carolina and Washington, D.C. says that when someone has a baby in our culture or even adopts a child, they can lose status. I don't like that. They can lose status, income, friends, and the life they knew and were used to. That is true. About the friends and the life that you knew like that's that's another reason why more um single moms or stay-at-home moms or moms period become depressed because our quote-unquote friends leave us you know what i'm saying that leaves us by ourselves they make us feel like we don't have nobody help and remember if you read the bible it takes a village to raise a child so that could cause depression also when you basically feel like you don't have anybody and that's not cool. So with that being said, like I said, you have me. You have Isaiah. We're going to figure out what this, what it means. Is it stay at? No, it can't be stay at home moms or anything like that. S-A-M-H-S-S. That number is 1-800-662-HELP. If you guys do not want to call that number because you don't feel comfortable talking to people that you know, just don't feel comfortable follow me on social media my instagrams of course mom need a life two podcast it's two with two o's or follow my personal instagram page mitra underscore j 
All you got to do is shoot me a DM. Hey, I listen to your podcast. I just really, really need somebody to talk to. Babies, I would try my hardest to get to you. I started this podcast to help you. For all of us to help each other. For all of us to know that we are not in this by ourselves. You are not crazy. You have not messed up. You are doing a damn good job. It's all in our mind. We have to, Once we change our mindset, we change our behavior, we change our actions, and we change our income or outcome. Not necessarily money. I'm talking about we change the ending of the pictures. There you go. Let me just say this. If you hear people in the background, like I said, I apologize because it's just low budget almost. I'm doing it on my phone. It's my children. And... <laughs> You hear the frustration in my voice? Yes, because I told him that, hey, I'm recording. Y'all got to be quiet. Yet, yeah. So, yeah. Now, now you see for it, like, you see you're not alone. Okay? Like, I don't think that you are. If you have somebody that says, hey, talk to me. I'm here for you. Take advantage of that. You know, it's okay to allow people to help you. And you have to talk about this stuff eventually. Because keeping it on your heart, keeping it on your chest, trust me, it's going to drive you crazy. So, that being said, it's all the time that I have today, you guys. Please do not hesitate, like I said, to inbox me if you're feeling just blah one day. Because depression is real, anxiety is real, and you are not alone at all. More than 3 million people experience it. So do not feel like you are alone. Because I guarantee your next door neighbor has depression or had a depressing moment or suffered from depression. I'm going to give that number out one more time. 1-800-662-HELP. 1-800-662-HELP. And if you don't feel comfortable, follow me on Instagram, Mitra underscore J, M-E-E-T-R-A underscore J. Inbox me. Okay? Um, Still be on the lookout for conferences. I'm trying to wait until I probably won't start until either July or August because I'm trying to play it safe. Because at the end of the day, I got kids that I got to go home to. Y'all got kids that y'all got to go home to. And if you're just, if you're not a mom yet, pretty sure that you want to have kids to go home to. So, I'm going to wait until Rona die down, but be on the lookout for conferences. Be on the lookout for breakfast dates because I still want to do that. Mimosas with moms where we, you know, we just woosah, talk. You know, I got to look at restaurants and stuff around the local area and figure out stuff. But be on the lookout for that. And like I said, all this is going to happen in July and August. I'm going to play it safe. Um, My cosmetic line that will be up and running next week. I'm going to actually post my website next week. Oh, I do apologize if y'all heard it. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be opening next week. I would tell you guys the new names and everything. I would do that Thursday, too. You know, I'm going to leave on a happy note Thursday. Because I'm, who Thursday is going to be another serious one. And, yeah. To all my black men out there, all my black boys out there, you are a king. You are valued. You are loved. You are treasured. You are a king. You are loved. You are valued. And you are treasured. Okay? Please know that we love you, black men, okay? 
that's all the time that I have for you guys. Make sure you follow Mom Need a Life 2 podcast. Make sure you guys also support. Even if it's just five cents, I thank you. But support. Y'all y'all here. Like, I'm doing it on my phone. I need mics, okay? <laughs> I need another laptop so I can really, uh, really get this thing popping like I want it to. So, support, support, support. Tell a friend and tell a friend that y'all, you know, meet, got her own podcast called, you know, get you a wine come over let's talk let's play let's listen you know i'm not even gonna say the why because mama need a life too because I'm, i need to hurry up and get down there with my turn so again i thank y'all you are not alone i'm gonna say it in there but one more time 1-800-662-HELP thank y'all i love y'all Mwah.